0: Thursday, it's April the 15th, it's 2000, what am I doing here? What am I trying to do? Oh, I'm already good. I'm trying to do something I've already done. April the 15th, 2021, it's another Technical Alpha podcast, got a great show lined up for you today. Hope you guys are all doing well out there in the midst of the crazy. Uh, oh, God, God, God. <laughs> Jeff, my life is a fucking meme, bro. (laughs) I've gone through about four chairs. I think I've spent, I think I've bought and returned about 15 ass cushions, back cushions, lumbar supports. Doesn't matter. I've gone through the expense of Herman Miller's down through whatever the fuck I can get my hands on. Uh, and uh, I just, my life is a fucking meme. Alright, so I'm just trying to adjust myself on these fucking cushions. <laughs> but yeah, so I take off podcast, and before we get started here, if it's first time, by the way, we talk about video games, movies, television, all sorts of good stuff, and then for some reason, people want to hear us talk about, uh, things that they ask us, as if our opinions mean literally anything. And we thank them for it, and they sometimes even pay us for it, which by the way, I'm going to plug right, uh, right away with patreon.com slash. LAG TV, LEG TV. We're actually up this week, Jeff. Whoa! Three whole patrons. Damn, I can feed my son this week? Three! Count them. <laughs> Mr. Hell Black, yeah. how was your week?
1: uh it's been another week i mean um i'm almost done the renovations on the duplex we should be done i would say by saturday the latest probably tomorrow mm. but um i would say saturday is gonna be done then i can rent that out that's is that the one that's that had, that the flood. had the flood mm. yeah yeah so we got the back traps put in there and uh oh, good. We got all the new flooring and everything baseboards and drywall and uh all kinds of new plumbing and everything else that went down so got all of it done bought Wonderful. a new fridge and stove and um here's the question is it any easier to get a fridge and stove now than it was a few months ago um it 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 only was because the ones that i bought were non stainless steel ah. um so like everything in this this isn't like a high end unit yeah so you just really just need good working so, competent so, so apparently tough. all all the hard to get stuff are people
0: bawling out of control buying expensive stainless steel uh appliances yeah, well
1: you know the stainless steel appliances aren't that much more expensive than non-stainless um it's that just, is true every, it's not that it's crazy. Just, yeah it's just everybody buys stainless over non-stainless yeah uh, that's just so a lot of it is out of out of stock but just naturally it, it's a little bit easier because like you know things are opening up a little bit more yeah. and the, the you know the world is starting to like open up again and there's <laughs> the suez canal is no longer blocked yes yeah so like <laughs> you know there's like back 6 months ago, 9 months ago, like when there was a major lockdown, like when shit was out of stock, like it was it was out of stock for a long time. So um it's it's, it's still a lot easier now. So yeah. <laughs> you ever you ever laugh so hard you give yourself a temporary headache? I just did that when I fucking laughed there. That was impressive.
0: Damn. Fuck. Yeah. Giving it all giving it my all, Jeff. Hell giving yeah. it my all. But yeah, well that's good. Good to see that uh, that that's finally coming to a close and then hopefully uh no other properties have some sort of random catastrophic plumbing failure. Uh yep. <laughs> For the, the foreseeable future, uh, my week was uh, was just another week. Nothing crazy. What is my dad mowing the lawn? He is. I can't hear it. <laughs> well, okay. Um, well, I know it's not that I was worried about you hearing it. I was just like confused as to why I
1: was hearing a lot. I don't even. Is the grass even long enough to Listen, mow? Adam. It doesn't matter. The Look, sun is out for the first time in like seven months. So you know, go out there and enjoy it. I think. It's a reason to get out. Your dad just wants to get out the house, man. Leave him he just, alone. He just needs to get the fuck out speak, the house.
0: Speaking of, he got his first his first dose of the vaccine here uh, yesterday. Nice,
1: yeah, nice. yeah. He got his first his first Pfizer vax yesterday. Yeah. My um, mom got hers. Um, she gets her second, I think, next week. My uh, my grandmother's already that's got her. Quick, hers. holy shit! Well, my mom works at a hospital, right? So, oh,
0: they're actually giving them within a reasonable.
1: Yeah, yeah yeah she yeah she works in the hospital so my mom got hers i think like two weeks ago almost three weeks ago i think i think she gets her second dose next week Oh, okay and my grandmother is like fully vaccinated now and kayla's i think kayla's dad got his because he works in a hospital too hmm. so he got his first shot i think like a couple days ago
0: yeah i uh, uh and still does not have her first well she's young uh, she's That's young uh, yeah. as part of it although a lot of our coworkers already have it as well it's the it's the area of the hospital that she's in that they consider it lower risk so they're not they're not rushing to to get that out uh, and then uh uh yeah and then we're going to we'll wait and see right now the the automatically scheduled she's scheduled for a first but the automatically scheduled second dose is like fucking 4 months after which is, <laughs> <laughs> which is why, okay. which is why, when you said uh, you she was like scheduled for the second dose so quick. I was like, "Huh, holy shit." Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll see. At least Dad's done now. We're waiting uh, for Mum uh, to be able to get hers, which is obviously priority because she's in with my grandmother all the time. Uh, I was kind of disappointed in our government. So like, we can't. They don't have a solution for bedridden elderly uh, in terms of vaccines. So, there's no to the home vaccination. So, when they called to ask to schedule for my grandmother to come in and get her uh, vaccine, mom was like, Well, we can't get her. We physi- physically cannot move her to a location to do that. We can't, she can't leave the house. And so, uh, like, she gets tired sitting up using the washroom for like 45 seconds. We, we can't get her to a location. So, uh, mom was like, Is it possible? I'm already in an older age group anyway. Is it possible for me to take hers as I'm her primary caregiver? And I'm with her 24 hours a day. Makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and they would not give her the vaccine. <laughs> so, get fucked. Uh, so now we're waiting to to see on that. But uh, either way, it's good to hear that you that we're starting to finally get some. Yeah. Let's finally Tapping. get some, some uh, running. But yeah, my week, uh, other than watching Dad mow the lawn, my week has been... Uh another week I uh only I don't think I got much Outriders done. I did do one long Outrider stream in, in the last week. Played like 12 or 13 hours of it or some some shit. Uh it's a video game that you can play and spend $70 on. That's about mm. that's about the highest praise I can give uh Outriders. Um I'm scared to continue playing it because until today in fact it's one of our topics uh but until today they still had a bug where your inventory could get wiped so people had like 90 hours into the game and had all this high-end gear and it's gone uh and there was no fix (laughs) for it and they still don't have a fix to get the stuff back so i was like a little sketchy on whether or not i was going to still uh play some more until they had it fixed but uh but yeah other than that hearthstone uh and uh and then just uh, i took two days off uh, just because my feet have been and ankles have been swelling like motherfucker, so I've got a uh, I've got a doctor's appointment coming up next week for that, and uh, and and otherwise I'm playing Hearthstone because I can stand and play it at the same time. Either way, it's time for some video game news, Mister Black. Let's get on this, uh, on this right away. Sony is really all in on The Last of Us as they announced a remake of the original being in mm. the works. Um, this. Came, I want to say this came like either Podcast Day or immediately after Podcast Day. Either way, uh, this was apparently already being worked on to some degree internally, but that went awry, and now they actually have um, Naughty Dog redoing the game again, or or a Why? portion of Naughty Dog remaking the game. So this is a game that has the PS3 release, then it had the HD remaster for the PlayStation Four. And now it's getting a remake on the PlayStation Five. Uh, and they're and they're using a lot of. I mean, this is a, it's not a remaster; it's a remake. So they're using a lot of resources to make yeah. this happen. And in fact, they're pulling people from other studios in-house to aid Naughty Dog in this remake. So they're not just putting it on Naughty Dog, but they are they are basically spending way more resources on this. And there was a lot of discussion on the internet, obviously, in the last week, as to whether or not this is even necessary, or if anyone even wants this, uh, because they already have the the, P- they have the PS4 remaster that looks amazing, and it already is a really good game. So, I like, <laughs> nobody's- and it's not even that old! So nobody- nobody knows what's going on with that, and they're gonna probably end up paying for- you know, it's, they're gonna charge, like, 70 fucking dollars- oh, yeah. Uh, for this remake, and, uh- uh, and when they could be spending those resources making other fucking video games, but uh, this will play into some other stuff here that I've got to, to discuss that, that extends off of what we discussed last week with Sony. But but as uh, I know, you played. I think you played the original. Yeah, I beat it. Yep. Yeah, and you beat it. And I and you played. Did you play the the new one
1: as well? Did you play part I two? I did. I didn't finish it though. Okay. But I got like I got really far into it. I was probably like three quarters of the, three quarters of the way through. <laughs> and what was your take on, on that one? Um, I mean, the reason why I, I really stopped playing it was more of just like the interest in me playing it on stream was really not there. Mm. Um, you know, that's really the only reason why I didn't finish. I thought the game was fine. It was more than competent. It looked amazing. Yeah. Like of it course. was one of the most beautiful games i ever played. Mm. Um, the story like everybody freaked out about the story and stuff like I got to the big parts where it was like oh my god no hmm. and I I was totally fine with it right yeah. especially in an era of Game of Thrones and stuff like it was just like it was almost <laughs> predictable yeah um so yeah I didn't I didn't have a I didn't have a problem I know why the diehards were upset and stuff like I get it hmm. but at the same time like I thought it was a good game yeah I didn't finish it I'm sure I'd by the time I'd be finished, it'd probably be like a seven and a half, eight out of ten. a yeah. t- totally fine experience.
0: So, yeah. so obviously, then you're not in the market for a remake of the original.
1: <laughs> Fuck that! <laughs> I feel like I just played the original like five or six years ago. Well, when was the, Was the, When was the original? Probably in like 2013 or 14, 2014. Was it that late into into the cycle? Maybe not. Maybe
0: maybe it was twenty fifteen. No, I think it was uh I think it was probably twenty fourteen. No, I think the original release was like the the because you have to remember it was PS3. Oh no, it was that late in the PS3's life cycle. What? Yeah. Yeah. Holy like shit, right that came end. out like at like like was the like right year the that okay, so yeah, it was twenty thirteen. Yeah. So this game is uh I mean it's cresting. I mean the its eighth anniversary will be in a month. Yeah. And it's already gotten uh, uh, a remaster on the PS4, and now it's going to get a remake, and it hasn't <laughs> even hit a decade yet. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, so it's no wonder it feels like you only played it just yesterday. I mean, yeah, yeah it's been I a think, long time. Yeah, but I think they're doing this. Like, the only thing that makes sense is they're probably doing this to, like, push the TV show. Because um, they are making the Last of Us series. Just to keep the name out in the open as long probably. as possible. Yeah, and it'll and it'll probably sell a lot of copies. You know, there's yeah. like probably an entire generation that just hasn't I'm, that played hasn't the game. played it. I, I'm yeah, gonna be so. really
0: intrigued with how many copies it sells. Like that's gonna be very. Oh, it'll still sell millions. Very intrigued. Well, it, it will be for me. It will be will it recoup costs because it's a remake. It's not a remaster. So yeah. it's gonna have to for a game like that to be remade. I mean, those aren't low budget games. Those are fucking like. <clears throat> Yeah. They spend some Naughty Dog spends a few dollars when they go out and make a video game. So I'm sure they will, but I but what I'm wondering is if it will be if it's really worth pulling uh their like Sony's best talent and putting them back on a project from eight years ago. I don't know. We'll see. But um but more Sony stuff here. Uh they do, in fact, apparently have something in the works for Game Pass, but Jim Ryan, the CEO, uh said that. News will come in the future when uh, asked about what it could be. So they they have something that they're not ready to talk about yet. Um, uh, I would be shocked if if we got further than E three season and we didn't hear about an answer from mm. Sony. Um, just because, uh, like, so, and I know we semi talked about this last week, but this is a bit more. This is a bit more detailed uh, than just the the kind of high fi- uh, like high level question asked last week. What I have here in my notes as I've written it down is, no, but really, what the fuck is Sony doing? Because uh, if you look at every move that they've made since they lost um, their last CEO in 2019, and I cannot think of his fucking name off the top of my head, because all I can think of is Jim Ryan right now, uh, he did an amazing job while he was there. Uh, and they parted ways in 2019, he and Sony, uh, after he became like the head of the global Uh, when they said there was like an internal power struggle, which is usually a, he wanted to do, go in one direction with, with the PlayStation and Sony wanted to go in another direction. Um, and that was very telling to me when that first happened because there was so much success. I mean, think of the success of the PlayStation 4. It's the most successful PlayStation basically of all time by Uh no small margin. I mean, the amount of, of fucking consoles that they moved and the amount of games that they moved and the studios that they built up in that generation and created the stuff that we are now, that they're basically living off of now, with the PlayStation 5, yeah. is enormous. There was zero, zero, zero faults that this guy made. Z- he made zero missteps. Now, granted, he didn't exactly have a lot of pressure because Xbox couldn't have possibly <laughs> had a worse fucking go with last generation. So, it's not like he had to, like, you know, actually have his guard up. But at the same time, sometimes it's even easier to make mistakes when you have no pressure, right? You, you get lazy. But he wasn't yep. lazy. He fucked the game up. He came in and he fucked everyone over. I made it even worse for Xbox. And then... They fucking go ahead and, and, and separate, you know, you, know, you know, part ways. So that was, that was very telling. So now we got Jim Ryan and Jim Ryan is a very different CEO, uh, from, from him. Sean Layden. Thank you, Maverick. So very different from Sean. Uh, Jim Ryan is like the guy that you pulled from another industry that was only peripherally interested in video games, uh, probably doesn't play a lot of, a lot of them himself and, and is a good businessman, but doesn't give a fuck about games. So, you're, you've, you brought him in because, as Sony wants to, wants to like, uh, I guess, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. We don't want to mix anything up. We want to we push this, this narrative that we're the best place to play games. So, they bring him in, and he's been doing just that. He hasn't had to do a hell of a lot up to this point. It's only 2019 that he came in. It's not like he had a lot to do. Pandemic year 2020. Uh, so, he, like, took over the reins for the very last, like, the 11th hour of PlayStation 5's release. And now Mm -hmm. we're just seeing his actual plans now kind of starting to become more public as we're moving forward. So what are those plans? Well, for one, uh, they're doubling, obviously, and tripling down on AAA-only shit. Uh, You do not hear anything below AAA coming out of Sony. Uh, They exist, but they relegate them to, like, or relegate them, sorry, to, like, blog posts on their website. It's like, oh, we have some indie games, and yeah, we put a blog post up. Go read about our indie games. It's like they're the black sheep of the family. Yeah, we got some, but we don't want to talk about them because what we want to do is we want to talk about nothing but these $700 million budget quadruple-A video games that we want you to believe are worth the $70 price tag and that our console is as as expensive as it is because we're the best place to play games. We are the, the Ferrari... Of video game consoles. We are the price premium for a reason. We're so price premium, we don't even want to talk about the fact that we technically have indie games on our platform. We we don't even want to mention it. It's plebeian shit. That shit that costs $14.99? Fuck it. We don't want to hear about it. We want the $70. The $69.99. $79.99. That's the kind of games you can experience on the PlayStation. So we know that they're doubling and tripling down on that. And they've done so, so much that they are even, like we, I just mentioned, stripping their own teams to support other studios, like I just mentioned with Naughty Dog for The Last of Us remake. And the perhaps the, the most, the, the boldest fucking move I've seen them make so far was them shuttering Japan Studios, I think it was last year. So, Japan Studios is one of those things that if you didn't pay attention to the labels on the games, you probably wouldn't know what games they made uh but they've been with Sony for 24 years. It's a hot fucking minute. 24 it's basically the the life of the fucking brand. <laughs> 24 years more or less, right? Mm. Okay, so they made the from everything from like the very first 3D platformer for PlayStation all the way up to being involved in the launch titles for the PlayStation 5. That's their span uh of dedication. Now to list some of the games that you may recognize that Sony J- uh, Japan Studio uh, Studios has put out over the years: Legend of Dragoon, Ape Escape, Eco, Shadow of the Colossus, Demon Souls, Gravity Rush, Bloodborne, and they were included in the uh, in the remake of Demon Souls here on the PlayStation Five launch. That's just a sample. Those are some of Sony's biggest and most core fucking franchises that they've had over the life of the console. just before Naughty Dog came along I think people associate Naughty Dog with Sony now more than anything because of The Last of Us and Uncharted but if you took Last of Us and Uncharted out pretty much everything I just listed is Sony in the modern era uh, and even before they shuttered that entire fucking studio and said bye bye they shuttered it so fast and ended their contract with Blue Point Studios who did the remake for Demon's Souls so fast they didn't even have time to patch the game for bugs they are separating themselves from absolutely fucking everything that isn't like basically Naughty Dog pumping out the same fucking two intellectual properties uh, at whatever quadruple quintuple A you know fucking shit that they can get their hands on um Sony stepping away from a Japan centric thing is also crazy because it's a Japanese fucking company um, and, and Japanese companies normally put Japan ahead of literally everywhere else when possible. So that's another huge indication of, of uh, where exactly they're going. Jeff Grubb, who is a journalist and a writer for, uh, uh, often writes for Games Beat, uh, wrote, uh, as far as I'm concerned accurately this week, that PlayStation's new head Jim Ryan is making the play to simply sell a premium narrative, hoping that uh, it works out based on last generation's success and while i agree with that uh as we talked about last week and i think we both agree that this is a short-term success solution that is inevitably going to cause them problems and fail versus microsoft's long game that they've been piecing together um if they don't if they yep. don't wisen up to the fact that this is a short game play right now uh because you know last generation's narrative was more or less where 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 you go to play games which was easy because Microsoft had no games so it was like the easiest narrative ever it's like you want to play some good ass fucking video games buy a PlayStation 4 because uh, Phil Spencer took over the Xbox One which was the this is where you come to watch NFL games as a PVR on your fucking console and had to somehow spin that shit in the rest of the, the life cycle of, of the Xbox One so it was easy and now they're trying to push this premium thing as a, as a thing on the back of Sean Layden's work on the PS4. So, I know we talked about that strategy versus the Xbox in the, in the long term, but do you think that Jim Ryan is going to be successful as a CEO here in the long term? Do you think that he might end up being replaced based on the moves he's making now in the not-too-distant future?
1: I don't know, man. I mean, it could go one way or the other. And I think... I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there's something I just... but we just don't know yet. Um, But at the same time, it's like, what else could there really be? Um, It's tough. Um, I
0: think... I mean, we know they have to, I mean, we know that at least Jim Ryan is hinting that they have a solution for the Xbox Game Pass problem, but, but even if they have that, what are they going to put on it? If all they've got
1: is triple A naughty dog shit being cranked out because they've shut down every other avenue for the console. I mean, you put, I guess you put down all those games that you just listed, you know, Ape Escape, <laughs> uh, fucking Shadow of Colossus, Demon Souls, Bloodborne, and, uh, you throw you know, Legend of Dragoon, you throw them all on there. Um, I really don't know. Um, if I had to guess, it just seems as though Sony is doing the same mistakes that Xbox did in during the 360 where... Um, or oh, you mean early Xbox One, not 360? Sorry, yes. Early Xbox One. Yeah. Um, where they thought we wanted something and they went heavy in the paint on that, you know, watch football. Uh, Hell yeah, you know, football. You know, watch your sports. And, you know, we're more than just a gaming machine. You know, we're a home entertainment system. And, and you know, we're really driving that home. And I, I think Sony is gambling here. We'll see if it pays off. But something tells me that in about three years – um, we're gonna see a Sony press conference where they come out and they say, Listen, we've listened. <laughs> and the, we're cla- bringing, the classic corporate we listen to you guys on our forums. That's it, right? I think that's what we're gonna see. I think we're gonna see the um you guys have spoken out <laughs> and we've listened. And we're 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 gonna be all about the games now. Mm. Indie games and And the things that made you love us in the first place, you know, I think we're going to see that in three to four years when this inevitably smacks them back in the face. Because, I mean, this speaks to me, Um, like what they're doing speaks to me as a consumer where, you know, I only want to play the best of the best, I Mm. guess. Like, you know, if they're going for the premium thing, which it's obvious they are. Yeah. um, It speaks to me. But I'm not sure it speaks to the vast majority of people that bought PlayStation and, and stuck with PlayStation for the games like the ones that you just mentioned. You know, mm. the Demon Souls, the 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 Shadow of Colossus, you know. It's those games that made people fall in love with Sony. Yeah. It's those memories is is what's turned people into diehard Sony fans. And unfortunately, I just don't see them. Uh, I don't I just don't see how this works but I could be wrong. There's a reason why Sony is successful and they know what they're doing, but it's from the outside looking in, it's looking like uh, a a a train wreck that everybody else can see except Sony. And I don't know like it all depends on what their trump card is, right? Because yeah. if they're saying they've got an answer for it, I mean they really might have the answer. Like you've got to have an answer if you're going to get rid of uh this Japanese-based powerhouse that has been with you since almost inception they gotta have something right that we you know just what, don't know about you know what They they're have, jeff? it close to the chest i don't know you know what they have jeff they have quadruple a titles they have, they that's have, what they have. no
0: no no. they've got something better than that they got
1: evo oh fuck yeah that's <laughs> that's, that's I, there's just so many things that they're doing that i'm going what are they doing yeah exactly it like, kind of makes sense uh, it's it's so it's
0: so it's so hectic that it does make you think like it makes so little sense that you're thinking there has to be something we don't know right yeah it's kind of like when you're watching a TV show and everything is going wrong in ways that you were like how is any of this ha- what is the fuck what is the M Night Shyamalan plot twist where yeah. is Jim Ryan's M Night Shyamalan plot
1: twist or is this going to turn into another Avatar the Last Airbender Jeff yeah and I I. I'm hoping it's not an <laughs> avatar of the last airbender. I mean, here's the thing. man. Sony is so far ahead. Like just in terms of it, like it's just its name brand and the, the people that have love for Sony mm. um, that they can actually afford to take risks. You know, Xbox just can't afford to take any risks, which is funny because they're taking the most risk right now of the two.
0: Like yes. Sony's playing the safest. I mean, these are these these moves are obviously to the rest of us thinking we're thinking this can't be safe. You're you're axing most of your good shit,
1: but they're doubling down on the already proven. Yes, they're basically saying like, "Hey, we're fucking king shit here." Yeah, and they're just hoping to God that you know we're making that analogy. It's like, "Hey, I'm a I'm a striker fighter, right? I've got yeah. hands like a motherfucker, and all they're doing is hoping that they don't run into Khabib. You know, let's just hope <laughs> there's no Khabib that shows up." Because we're gonna be fucked if if they do, because we're just not ready to be on the ground. You know, we've just been have such success on our feet that there's just, you know, it's it's either arrogance and cockiness, um, complacency, um, or or they really have something that we don't know about. And, you know, they're 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 just gonna wow us all again, and we're just gonna go, holy fuck.
0: I mean, they really did. This is, you know what this is reminiscent of? This is really and truly reminiscent of PlayStation 3's era so the 360 it was the one era where xbox really pummeled playstation and playstation went what did they do they went in on premium their console was like way more fucking expensive the the architecture made it hard for developers to fucking make games because they were so hell-bent on making this super premium uh experience and it wasn't necessarily just about the games it became more of that towards the end of the console's life cycle uh, and that's exactly what happened with Xbox One. They went for a totally different fucking play, and then the end of the life cycle, suddenly it started to breathe life, uh, breathe life back into itself, and now Sony's making the same... It's this weird fucking nobody-ever-learns-from-the-past thing, where they pass the baton back and forth, and the only company not having a chance at holding the baton is Nintendo. Yep. Ninte- except for the weird kind of quasi-misstep with the, the GameCube and the Wii U. You know, it never see it never bothers them because their handheld market always like compensates for whatever the fuck they yeah. do consoles on. It's just Microsoft and 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 Sony playing you know catch it you know back out in the in the backyard with who's gonna fucking fumble the next entire console cycle. So, um, man, I don't know. I cannot fucking wait for the E three and summer games season where we're going to be seeing the majority of the next year to two years of plays from these companies because especially
1: sony we already know microsoft's play they they they're very open yeah they're 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 like hey they're not holding anything back this is what you see is what you get game pass yeah (laughs) Yeah. and shitty and shitty master chief this is (laughs) that's it this is what this is what you're getting (laughs) right um sony on the (laughs) other hand we're going what in the fuck do you have in store for us because yeah we like you most of us got your console if we can get one. But where are the games I love? Nobody really knows. Uh, so we'll find out. Question mark. marks. Uh,
0: Outriders, uh, like I was mentioning earlier in the intro as well, still struggling with severe connection issues and bugs. They're costing players dozens of hours of progress by wiping their inventory. Uh, 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 Jim Sterling, or Jim, St- uh, I think he's going by, or she is going by the name now, Stephanie Sterling, uh, is, uh, has been famously having horrific issues i don't think i don't think uh they've gotten onto the game for five minutes in the last week uh because the server uh, connection issues are are so bad uh and i i thankfully when i played i haven't experienced much of the connection issues we had some minor co-op stuff when we played um uh this past week but we didn't experience thankfully the uh the wiping of the inventory however speaking to that Two hours before this podcast, roughly two hours ago or so, uh, they released a patch that is supposed to fix or stop the inventory wipes from happening. However, they still don't have a solution for getting the items that people have lost back to them. So that is still apparently being worked on, some sort of solution. We don't know if it will 100% be something that's rectifiable, uh, but they're working on it, uh, apparently. And, And now at least... Theoretically, they're gonna monitor it over the weekend, apparently, they said in their in their post. But theoretically, no more inventories should suddenly get wiped. So you can at least play outriders. If you can get on a server, you can play outriders without worrying about losing your incredibly epic fucking weapons that you just spent 80 hours grinding for <laughs> uh on the game. This is like it just been it's been such a friggin' uh example of why always on game online games are just such a fucking gamble uh because basically you pay the money up front and then the onus is is not only on the player to constantly have an internet connection but the but like it's also the 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 servers for the game have to be fucking up to play the damn game and it's mm. just like that's it's always going to result in some stupid fuckery like this at some point so all the best to them as they try and figure out whatever is causing those issues because as we all know fixing bugs is a pain in the ass Epic Game Store has lost nearly $440 million between 2019 and 2020 in their bid to try and buy their way into the PC storefront uh, space, of course, versus Steam, chiefly. Uh, That is mostly... Uh, made up of their minimum guarantees, which is their, we're going to give you X dollars to make your game exclusive on our platform for six months or whatever. That's pretty much the money that they spent on just that in 2019 and 2020. Uh, Apparently, they are are very much profitable from their revenue split that they have, which is only 12%, which is significantly lower than other platforms. That's not been an issue. All the money that's been going out has been them buying their position in by making these exclusive to their platform for a certain period of time with that upfront guarantee for the developers. So $440 million so far. They estimate, this is information that came out of, coincidentally, the Apple versus Epic Game Store or Epic uh, lawsuit that is still apparently ongoing, uh, that they expect the service to be profitable by 2023. That's Epic. Whereas Apple is saying that they uh, had in, uh, intel that internally at Epic they were originally... Suggesting that it might not be profitable until 2027. If that was the case, even if it was 2023, that means that by the time they're actually hitting profitability on the Epic Game Store, they would have already spent nearly a billion dollars uh, buying their way into the market. Which sounds like a lot of money because it is.
1: However, you have to remember, <laughs> dude, a billion dollars to Epic. You have to remember is quite literally nothing. Literally nothing. It's like it's like me. It's like it's it's no small amount of money. But, but in layman's terms it, but to them. in layman's terms, it's like it's like me going to buy a a, a TV. A thousand dollar TV. Yeah. That's that's honest, like when you really think about the grand scale of things. That's a It's it. like, yeah, it's not a small amount of money, but it's not like I'm gonna go bankrupt from buying a TV. <laughs> you here- know, it's a, it's a small amount of money for them to buy in a massive market. That is damn near impossible for anybody else to buy into, mm-hmm. except for somebody like Epic, who has got an insane amount of money to burn. Plus, they can claim all those losses anyway. Yeah, th- th- at the end of the day, man, there, it's it's a huge win. Yeah, you know, if you say ten billion dollars, then you start to go, okay, they're <laughs> feeling that dent. It isn't. It still ain't breaking them. It still ain't gonna be like, oh my god, we're going under ten billion dollars. It's over. But we're going to have to live on ramen for a little while. We're going to be on yeah, we're going to be <laughs> on fucking beans and rice, rice and beans for a bit. It's going to be it's going to suck. You know, these bonuses checks ain't going out. No. Things are going to be rough. But uh we'll get there. It's 1 billion. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they if they have months where they're making well over a billion dollars and just straight profit. Uh so it's it, it, it's insane.
0: Here's the th- here, here's the deal. So just from just from I believe it's just from um, Fortnite alone. Uh, As of, what is it? I had it here. As of April of 2020, so about a year ago, their average month was roughly $400 million on Fortnite. There you go by the basically at the end of the year apparently if you did the math if you looked into it there it's an estimate that they had in profit so this is after expenses and everything just shy of 4 billion dollars so they've got a billion to spare
1: they can burn yeah, that and that's over what a three two or three three year period yeah exactly i mean come on so literally nothing and that's it's- to this point they've they've
0: estimated that they have somewhere between i think 10 and 12% of the market currently so they've already made a decent you know decent yeah. entry point uh and their their user base is um roughly half of steam's right now uh the now the i don't know what the activity level is probably dramatically different but the actual user base is about half of so it's working to this point yeah. it's doing yeah. it's doing its its deal so um so yeah, they're,
1: they're, they're going like, to be think about Netflix, just fine. right? Netflix is billions of dollars in debt still. Yeah. Billions. And they are not stopping. They're not stopping because they are buying a market. They have a massive share. And in the long run, they're going to just absolutely pull and rake in endless amounts of money. That is exactly what Epic games is doing. They're just getting in on the thing. Like steam just has the market and finally somebody can come up to the juggernaut and say, Hey, What's up? I've got a few billion to burn. No problem. I'm like I'm. Hold
0: on. I just. It just because we're talking about monthly and whatever. I was just like, yeah. I wonder what's how Star Citizen's doing. Let's just. Let's just check in. On I mean, Star, Star Citizen. Citizen can afford to lose four hundred million dollars at this point. I'm just intrigued. I uh, because it's been a little. You know, it's been a hot minute since we popped in. All right, so. Oh, you know, All right. so they did just shy of five, yeah, they did about five mil in February, and, uh, for March they did, uh, also close to uh, roughly five mil, so they're still at a a nice solid, um, other than the January dip, which was just after, obviously, everyone bought shit for Christmas, right? Because their Christmas month, their November month was just fucking huge, 16, 17 million dollars. So, after that, January was like a cool three point four million. Now we're now we're back up to averaging about five million a month. Uh the total raised is three hundred and fifty four million five hundred thousand dollars spread amongst three million star citizens, as they are uh as they are called. So uh they're making you know, so you know Epic Games making roughly one star citizen per month in revenue off of Fortnite
1: <laughs> in profit <laughs> <laughs> That's profit.
0: No, no, no. It's not four hundred million profit. That's revenue. Oh, no, yeah. I was gonna
1: say. I was gonna say. Whoa.
0: Yeah. No. That's, that's a, a different. Money. That's a different animal. You get your four hundred million profit. Oh my god. No. <laughs> that that would be holy shit. They'd be spending a lot more than one bill that they were making four hundred mil in profit. I
1: mean, even still, bro. That's a $1 lot of dollars. Is is is? It might be two TVs now. Yeah. It's two. Yeah. A whopping it's two. two- t- Two. Two TVs, one for the living room, one for the basement. Got one on sale. It's, during... like, it's, like, it's like you or I going out and buying a new computer. That's what that is. Yeah. This is what, this is what it is. It's pretty much. In layman's terms.
0: Uh, so there you go. There's your update on on whatever the fuck that is. In uh, random news, Blizzard has added Lost Vikings 2 and RPM Racing to the Blizzard Arcade Collection, so uh, run out there now. Uh and Rock and Roll Racing is getting a streamer mode and four player local multiplayer. I was unaware that Rock and Roll Racing was uh big in the Twitch world. Uh that it would have needed a streamer mode, but here we are. Maybe they're hoping that, you know, a burgeoning Rock and Roll Racing streaming league is going to 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 kick up here and lord knows at this point it would be more popular than Overwatch League. So, there's hope. There's hope. Hey, remember when Konami made games, Jeff? I do. Back in the day. And it used they to happen. Too. Yeah, they, they, you know, they made some pretty good games. Uh, and then they decided to make everything a pachinko machine. Well, for the first time in a while, they're actually making a real honest-to-god video game, Mr. Black. It's happening. Mm. We're going to see if they remember how to make one. Now, it's nothing crazy. It's mostly an indie-level uh, an indie level kind of a game production here. It's called okay. Getza Fumiden. It more or less looks like a side-scrolling action title of sorts. Uh, and if I'm going to be honest with you, as pretty as the art is, uh, it looks a hell of a lot like the old Flash games we used to play as kids. Like, it's kind of slow. Uh, the way that they've, that they've animated everything, it kind of looks like paper, so it very much looks like the Flash titles that we used to play uh, back then. And um, I, I just don't... I don't <laughs> I don't know. It's just—it's just very strange to me that they've even bothered to make another video game at this point. I mean, and why would they do this? Of all the games they could be making money off of, this is the one that Konami comes back to do. So uh, I'm going to stick with the fuck Konami. Fuck them. I ain't buying it. No. So. Ain't, you know you know who is? Pretty no much one. nobody. Yeah. Uh, IO Interactive. Speaking of almost buying. IO Interactive has said, that's the if you don't know who that is, that's the guys who make the Hitman series of games. Uh, very popular right now, for sure. Has said that they have uh, received more than a couple of really attractive buyout offers. Uh, not surprising, the Hitman games have been pretty fucking fire for a while now. Uh, with one of those buyouts wanting to make Hitman free-to-play. Mm. Uh, they stuck to their guns, however. Uh, some of these uh, buyouts came when the company was kind of... Um, just on the verge of not being profitable enough to keep going without buy, without selling the company to somebody, uh, but they stuck to their guns and their latest hitman recouped their development costs in under a week, so they're good now. So they're sta- <laughs> they're st- they're sticking to the independent.
1: The, your good. game pays for itself in seven days. You're good. We'll hold on to it. We're going to hold we'll on to it all in another few years, and the, the offer will be triple that. Anything you
0: can perpetuate
1: that, keep that independency going,
0: make it happen. Uh but yeah, there you go. So happy news. Somebody finally not getting bought out for once. Holy shit, it happened. Uh last little piece here. Fans have managed to make a few playable levels of a 3D Sonic game in PlayStation's Dream. Dream being they're basically it's like you had to it's like RPG Maker, but 3D. Uh, and not specific to RPGs, but, like, you know, go in and make your own little, like, whatever the fuck. Playground. Playground kind of, kind of stuff. Uh, so, uh, over time, people have made some, some really impressive shit within Dream. This is probably the most impressive title I've seen so far, in that they've, they don't just have, like, a concept where you're running around in an open world. They've literally made a couple of levels that are playable inside of this thing. Uh, I'm gonna switch over to the starting screen here for a moment while I get this, uh... The screen up for the trailer. There we go. Now theoretically, we shouldn't have the audio issue we had the last time we were watching YouTube. Uh, but yeah, we got that timestamp. You ready to go, Mr. Black? Yep. Three, two, one, go. Ha! I gotta be honest. Yahoo! Um, it already looks as good or better than some of the 3D Sonic games I've played from their actual studios here. So, they're going to Sapphire Shore is the name of this first one. Even the loading screen looks better than some of the fucking Sonic games I've played recently. They've got the appropriate sound effects in there. So, when you watch this, you have to remember, this is being made inside of Dream. Which is fucking wild. It plays very much like the other recent 3D Sonic games where they've got like the- the- the targeting... Uh, heat-seeking... Uh, mechanic. They've got a, uh, speedometer at the bottom of the screen to let you know just how gotta go fast you're going. Mm. But they even have, like, the audio shifting when he's under the water and everything. Like, it's, it's, they've got just about everything you could imagine. This was the interesting thing for me. I haven't, I haven't played some of the, uh, more open-worldy Sonic, uh, 3D games. But... Like, he, he actually went backwards to unlock a gate at that point, which felt strange to me, because in Sonic I always felt like your goal is to just ceaselessly go forward as fast as humanly possible. <laughs> uh, but, uh... All the same. So they have, I think... I think I saw that this demo either has two or three stages, plus an overworld that has, uh, obviously, like, the stage select, uh, and, uh... And just kind of like an overworld kind of feel with some, uh, information and whatnot in it. But I don't know how people do this. If you read, if you read a lot of the comments, um, where this has been posted and people who have also built within Dream before, everyone is kind of fucked that anyone was capable of making playable levels within Dream of this magnitude. Because if you look at other Dream projects, like, none of them are even remotely fucking close to being
1: as open and large and as yeah. advanced as- as doing- I mean, if you- if you told me that this was like a new Sonic open world game, I'd be like, oh. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, like, if you didn't know, right? Like, if you just said, hey, here's a new Sonic game, you'd be like, alright, it looks a little janky, but you know what? It doesn't look any more janky than the last- the last exactly. Sonic games we've seen. And there's the end of the, uh, the sta- even had an achievement unlocked! What the fuck? Keeps track of your times and everything. Oh, D rank, fucking rip. Where's that S rank? But yeah, it looks pretty cool, eh? So here's the overworld, Uh, where you can just select levels and stuff. Even the overworld looks fucking dope. So, uh, just like what they, you know, when they had the, um, what was it called? Switch off of this now. Uh, so, uh, Sonic Mania, which ended up being largely made by fans of Sonic ironically ended up being far better than almost any production that the the actual developers for the main Sonic games have had for years. It's As time goes on, it is more and more apparent that Sega needs to go out and just farm some of these fans and put them in a fucking office somewhere and have them make their <laughs> games for them, because they obviously don't understand the assignment, but the fans seem to continuously, and in platforms that make no sense, like, how in the fuck are you going to go out and, and make a game that looks as good as the last couple of 3D sonic games in dreams how like as a developer has how does that make you feel right mm. you got you got to you got to have a little bit uh, uh a little bit of pride for, for your work i'm sure the developers do but you know the publishers probably not making it any easier for them and that's the end of our video game news this week mr black which means it's time to sell out a little bit
1: you got some sell out for me uh, we got patreon.com slash lag TV. We got three new Patreons this week. So mm. next week, let's see if we get three more. You know, That's actually, right. we're going to try and get four because, you know, we want to try and beat it from last week. So if you're listening and you haven't already thrown some money on uh, at the Patreon, it's patreon.com slash lag TV. You can do uh, pledges like as little low as a dollar. Mm. Uh, and if you want to throw a 10 sheet on there, you can get be part of the uh, tech support at uh, the final uh, segment of. The podcast also going to give a shout out to our sponsors, NordVPN. If you guys don't already have a VPN service, you can go to www.nordvpn.com slash OTT. Use the promo code OTT and get 70% off uh, on a two-year term. Plus, you get a free bonus month, 30-day money-back guarantee. Mm. Use up to six simultaneous devices at the same time, uh, all on one account. It's 2021, guys. Get out there. Stay safe. Stay anonymous watch different regions of Netflix, watch region block content on the internet, all at the click of a button. Super easy to set up. My dad uses it. That guy is literally like computer challenged. He is not good (laughs) at computers at all. That's how easy it is. It is as simple as logging in, clicking the the region, and you're done. You can use it on your phone, your computer, your smart TV, pretty much any application at this point. Um, You can have your NordVPN. Hell, you can even wire it up to your router so that everything in your house um, uh, pretty much is masked, and you don't even have to do anything else. Uh, So definitely go check them out, nordvpn.com slash OTT. Go support them. We also got Elgato. If you guys don't already got a stream deck, you gotta get one. It is an amazing piece of hardware that anybody and everybody can use. It's not just for streamers. It's for everyday uh, computer enthusiasts that, uh, you know, want to just make their life a little bit easier. I mean, it's 2021 again, guys. Uh, we are in the we are in the uh, generation of instant gratification. We're in the generation of I want everything at my fingertips. I'm watching porn right now. Up. There you go. So if you want to open up your favorite podcast, you want to open up your favorite stream, you want to check your computer usage, your CPU usage, your GPU usage, you want to play your favorite playlist on Spotify, you want to open up your favorite Pornhub. Anything, the click of a button right on Stream Deck. Plus, you can get your Elgato key light, your Elgato ring light. I mean, we've got we we have got uh a little something for everybody. You know, you got microphones, You got the wave products, you've got sound dampening, Mr. For Black wall- they got a new product this week. What is it, Adam? They got a four port
0: HDMI capture card for multiple like for multi-camera applications. And includes in software that allows you to switch between different variations, uh, side-by-side, picture-in-picture-type shit. Uh, the, and, and it all does it internally, and then you send it to whatever software that you're using. So whether you're somebody doing, uh, doing business uh, meetings, and you've got multicam set up for boardroom-type stuff, or you're a streamer that has multiple cameras, like many streamers do these days, uh, and you are running some high-quality stuff, you can do that through... Uh, through this capture card, 4K30 ap- across mm. all four inputs mm. uh, for a price that's way lower. If you're in any kind of audio video doing any amount of multi-camera um, management through any capture uh, device, it tends to be very expensive and very uh, complicated. Elgato
1: said, don't worry, we got you. And now they got that new product hot and ready. There it is. Listen, guys, if there's anything hardware, computer related, um that focuses around um, lighting, audio, uh, just quality of life. Go check out Elgato. I'm sure they have a product for you. And the great thing about Elgato is every single, and I'm not even just saying this because I'm sponsored. This is just facts. Every single product that they release is for the money. It is the highest quality that you are going to get at that price point, period. Nothing that I have gotten from Elgato feels like cheap plastic. Nothing. Zero zilch not. It doesn't exist. So go check them out. Elgato. Link is in the description below. And that's that. Boom. And now it's time for... Movies and TV.
0: Sony and Netflix come together to, uh, to create a deal that sees all Sony movies from 2022... Releasing exclusively on Netflix, Mr. Black. Uh, yeah, as long after their sorry after their
1: that's very important.
0: I almost yeah. forgot the uh, the tail end there. Uh, after, of course, their theatrical release window has has closed. But yes, then it goes directly to Netflix exclusively. Now, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's for the whole twenty twenty two.
1: It is. I, I do believe it is. Um, I think I think what it is is it's not that all the movies. I could be wrong about this. So I haven't done enough research, but I read up on this last night or this morning. And um, from what I'm understanding is Sony has to give Netflix the ability to basically have first dibs at their movies before anyone else. So um, it isn't like... I'm I'm almost certain it isn't an exclusivity deal in the way that like every single movie that Sony releases um yeah. is just going on Netflix and that's it. You will be able to potentially see the movies at other places, but Netflix has first dibs and first say the ability to get those before anyone else. Um and yeah, that I'm pretty sure that's it. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's it. Yeah.
0: Well, so. we're going to find out, because it won't be in the, in, the, in the too distant future. So we'll be able to figure that out when it happens. But yeah, it sounds like, it sounds like it's mostly timed, at the, like most things. It's not like it's going to be forever fucking exclusive no. uh, to Netflix. Uh, more Netflix. Netflix to entrust uh, Vaughn Roberts. I, I don't know how to pronounce that first part of his hyphenated name. Uh, who, the guy who did uh, Kong Skull Island. Directing and producing their live-action feature film version of Gundam. The anime, the animu, the classic animu, uh, much beloved. That is a, that is a challenge that, that you got to be brave to take on because that fandom is going to be halfway up your ass, if not all the way up your ass over literally anything, uh, that goes wrong with that. Not that he probably cares. He's going to get paid fairly good chunk of money knowing Netflix, uh, to do this, but, uh, you know, hopefully it goes well. I mean, uh, what, what else other than Pacific Rim does Gundam end up looking like? Nothing. That's it. Power Rangers. Specific random Power Rangers. But, but will they have a big enough budget to be able to transform out of the
1: pit? If it's Netflix, yes. <laughs> They're just throwing money all over the place, so why not? That was my favorite part of the entire Power Rangers movie. Finally
0: time for Megazord. Like we, guys, look, we'd love to do this in sight of the viewer, but we can't afford that much animation. How can we solve this problem? Fuck it, throw all of the fucking Zords into a hole, and they'll come out as the Megazord. <laughs>
1: that
0: was like the biggest cut cut corner I think I've ever seen in a fucking movie in my life, and it was magical. Uh, but yeah, there you go. We'll see if they've got the budget for Gundam. Uh, Hitman's wife's bodyguard, which is a mouthful to say. The trailer dropped for that. Uh, you know what? The first movie, pretty fucking great. And it was. The, I enjoyed it. The second the trailer yeah. for this one looks, looks pretty good. fucking great. So yeah. I fucks with it. Why not? Uh, so there you go. Uh, and finally, here before we see if just got some extras, uh, Mads Mikkelsen announced for uh, the Indiana Jones five cast, which I jokingly have here, of course, which probably means that he's never actually seen Indiana Jones before, because it seems that Mads Mikkelsen has a habit of taking taking roles for a long-standing series that he's never personally watched, read or giving a fuck about, he just likes getting paid. He shows up, he does his role, he goes home. What the fuck does Mads Mikkelsen do in his spare time? Like, this is a man that's actually make, makes pretty good money in film. He's in a pretty decent number of, of productions at this point. And it's like, every time somebody talks to him, he's like, I don't even know who the fuck the director is. Mm. Like, he, he doesn't even know who's, like, technically supposed to be telling him what to do. He just shows up on set. And then he d- and he leaves off into the fucking mists and and comes back down from like Mount Mads Mickelson's Olympus once in a while to do another project and like I don't know what he does. <laughs> he spends a lot of time with Hideo Kojima uh recently though. We know that much. Uh for sure. But yeah, there you go. Indiana I, didn- I you know what? I forgot Indiana Jones
1: 5 was even being made. I don't made. even think it's going to happen, man. I really don't. You know,
0: you don't think it's going to go through?
1: No. No. Why, on? Keeps, Why not? It just keeps, I mean. Yeah, is, are they, uh, yeah, they delaying it over and over again? It just keeps delaying it. And fucking, um, the, uh, uh Harrison, Harrison Ford is like fucking 90 years old. Yeah, but he's too angry to die. I'm not saying he's going to die, but I mean, holy shit, like. <laughs> it's just like, it, it, I I don't know. I, it's just unnecessary. It's very, very unnecessary. So, well, anyway. Is there any other movie and TV news? No, nah, I didn't miss be- anything. Try. Right. I mean, Black Adam started filming. That happened. Oh, right! Yay! Uh, so,
0: amazing. Uh, that, maybe that means the Rock can come down off the juice soon, so he doesn't give himself a heart attack. Nah, he ain't getting off the juice. <laughs> <laughs> that man, that man, that man is the equivalent. Of, of like, you know, some people it's like you, you buy the, uh, the off brand orange juice and it's not real orange juice. It's like orange juice from concentrate mm. and it's watered down and it doesn't really taste, but then you go home and your parents are thrifty. So they take it out and they water it down even further. So to extend the life of the, of the, of the orange juice, that's like your average everyday, you know, uh, actor in Hollywood, who's told that they have to get a little bit jacked for a role. No, whatever. They just take a little bit. They have a taste. It's it's diluted, but they have a taste of the juice. The rock is on... The rock goes directly to the source in Florida in the orange fields and just bites the oranges straight off the tree and injects that shit straight into the main vein. And yep. he is the size of a fucking house, and if he isn't dead in the ground before 70, I will be shocked. Holy fuck, how much juice can one body fucking take? 1, Dude, his head, his head has changed shape. He's had so much HGH, his, his face yes. is, di- he's a different human. Yes. Than he was before. Yes. Shit's crazy. Uh, and now it's time for. Mmm, tech support. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, jo- wait, hold on. My dad, something, stigma in chat. My dad used to put water in skim milk to make it last longer. Stop skim milk is already basically water. What are you doing? Watering down water? What do you what, are you, what are you, do you did you water down the water? Do you take tap water and water it down with more tap water? Is it holy shit. Uh let's see what we got here for this week. Um Oh. <laughs> uh, K asks, has your wife or girlfriend ever gotten mad about you saying something about them on the podcast? Do they listen weekly? Uh M does not. No 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 we could say pretty much whatever here and we're likely to be safe yeah not that i'm still gonna risk it but all the same <laughs> play stupid games win stupid prizes right you gotta that's it <laughs> that's it fuck around and find out i believe is also a popular one going around right now uh fuck
1: around and find out there you go i like <laughs> yeah, that one yeah fuck that's... around and find out bro yeah
0: twenty 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 uh or was it twenty 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 was the was the uh was the fuck around and and twenty twenty one has been the find out period uh, so far uh Danish asked if you could be dropped into any blue collar job for a day what would you choose ideally he said something you've never actually done before blue collar job Hmm.
1: for a day yeah just for a day Hmm. It's a good question. And something that I've never done before. Yeah. Um. Uh.
0: You know, I think I'd like to do, uh. I think I'd like, it because in a day, you can, you can learn a fair amount. If I was going to do it for just a day, I'd want to do something that I could actually, like, learn enough in a day to applicably use in like later on down the road. So, like, some trades, if you do it for a day, you're not going to have enough knowledge to fucking do, like, literally anything. But some stuff, you could at least, you could use that knowledge in other places. So, I would say I'd be stuck somewhere between doing plumbing for a day, residential plumbing, um, or framing, I think would be the two. I've I have I have done very minimal of either of those just with dad framing and plumbing both but nothing uh, nothing crazy
1: so I've done lots of framing in my time. Yes so. you have you've done framing yeah. On a lot of framing. Um Jeez man that is tough. Um I would probably say firefighter. I'd do that for a day. Hmm. I feel like I'd have fun. Is that considered blue collar? Maybe not. The I mean, uh, if I had to pick something else, I was just like a little bit more blue collarish, I guess like um uh oh, man
0: Fuck I wouldn't mind doing some bricklaying, too. That's a, that's a hey, trade. a trade. these labor jobs, man.
1: Fuck well, that's what that. blue collar is. is bla- it's labor jobs. It's all, manual. All, all the manual labor stuff? Like... It's blue collar, yeah. What
0: are you going to do? Yeah, gonna do I... Go work in
1: a fucking coal mine? I mean, okay, farming. There you go.
0: Okay. Farming. Why not? Crack of dawn. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I'm looking for the upvoted ones here first. Uh oh jeez. All right, time tricks asks, "Hey guys, uh the QA par- par- part of the podcast is called tech support. Related to this, have you ever actually had to perform remote tech support tasks like over the phone uh, or whatever for a less tech-savvy family member or, so- or or a
1: friend and if so, how did it go?" No, I haven't. I mean, I've I've like helped my dad not over the internet but like showed him a couple things on the Mm. computer on how to do things but other than that no um
0: I've never done anything remotely because everyone I've ever done work for um well I shouldn't say that I mean I do I do a fair amount of of stuff I still do now I mean a lot of people will come to me for stream related shit like if they're having uh issues with their uh capture cards or microphones or webcams or whatever just software stuff like their OBS or whatever is not doing their their thing but like for family members and stuff all they're all here and so I've done loads of computer shit uh, for neighbors I've done I've I've even done work for neighbors and whatnot but that's all been like in person because it's really I avoid doing anything over the phone if I if I can because it's almost impossible to talk somebody like I have I have a lot of respect for anyone who does like tier one, tier two tech support, um, that ends up talking to people that are not tech savvy at all because the shit is just mind numbing. It's almost impossible to talk somebody through. Yeah. It's like trying to it's like trying to teach somebody another language on the fly so that they can decode something that's in front of them. Uh very difficult to do. So no I not much over the phone. Uh, uh let's see. Uh, Dan Jim, about a year ago, I looked around the YouTube comment section for someone having the old, removed Night TV versus stuff, the Niki series, to name one. Have you received them yet, or have you still sent I have some stuff. There was a second... Uh, I think I mentioned this before. So, one guy, I did get a fair amount of the lost material. Uh, and then there was... But there's still a couple of missing things. Um... And there was another user that had... Uh, that had some of those missing things that they had contacted me first years ago. But um, I didn't have anywhere to put them at the time. I literally know where to store them. I didn't have the the drive space to store all these files. So because I only just got my network storage here in the last uh, two years. And by the time I had it, I went digging through my emails trying to find them again. I couldn't find the original conversation that uh, that he and I had uh, for uh, for that so I uh, some stuff to this point There's probably more than just them like there's a lot of people that probably have like bits and pieces of the files that we're missing But just two people have contacted me specifically about that um, and I do have some of it, but uh, uh, But there's still some missing files, but I'm not I'm not actively re uploading them on the channel or some shit uh, for that. That's um, That's I mean, there are a lot of missing videos for that shit, and I'm not going to re upload um, those files uh for that purpose i do have them for for my own for my own memes and for jeff's if he ever wants to like go back down memory lane i'm holding on to those files i've got them on my network storage i've got almost every video like tv has ever done um in network storage as well as uh most of my own and of course this podcast etc uh so that when you know we're old men we can look at how fucking crazy we were as kids doing stupid shit on the internet that's uh because God knows what the internet was going to look like by the time we're fucking 80. Yep. <laughs> That's going to be nuts. Um, Let's see. Mark Furry asks, uh, oh, this is just for me, sorry. Uh, if you could, Adam, if you could yeet one tech thing somebody else uses into the sun, what would it be?
1: Fuck. Uh, Mine would be TikTok. <laughs> yeah tiktok is quite something isn't it that shit is cringe as fuck man i'm sorry it's just this cringe people are fucking huge in that platform though i know i know it's massive i mean maybe i'm just maybe i just need to get on the hype i'm just a boomer
0: man i can't like i'm just a boomer um man if it's like a if it's like a, a uh Fuck! I, I would say I would say the things that people make the biggest mistakes with, just from a streaming perspective. The two things that that I can't stand are the 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 Go XLR is oh dog oh, shit! Man. Please stop oh. buying That's the Go bad, XLR. I've been
1: saying that b- long Please. before Elgato was even in the picture. That stuff is so and it pains Please. me. It pains me because like I see so many like established streamers. Who can obviously afford good quality stuff? Literally anything. And they're not even being paid by this company. No. And they're just fucking promoting this hot garbage because it's got some RBGs. And then every other day on Twitter, somebody is saying shit about I'm having some software issues. My fucking shit is not connecting. It's making some weird noises. I had to reinstall this OBS update. Fuck that. The thing is hot. Dude, it's garbage. ass. It's the, pream- so the
0: preamps are not good. The software is not good. If you want sound effects and shit, you can get a, yourself a Yamaha 12XHU or whatever it's called. It's like half the price and will make you go do room echoey sounds if you want to sound like God and all. Whatever the fuck else you want, You you can make it happen. All right? And there's no software. You plug it <laughs> in. Universal USB. Preamps are a thousand yep. times better. Has yep. onboard compression and three knob... Uh, uh English style, UK uh EQ. You're gonna sound better. You can still make yourself
1: sound like weird, whatever the fuck you want to sound like, and you don't have to put up with all the software. Yeah. Um. Let's put it this way: the Go XLR would be an incredible product at ninety nine dollars or one twenty nine ninety nine max. If it was that price, it's a hundred bucks. Then I'd I would I would say, hey guys, listen. If you're on a budget and you're not looking for like you know. Really, really high and stuff, and this shit will like basically do what it is that you need it to do. But at its current at, at its price, hell oh no. Oh my god, dude. It's not even it's no. No. What really pains me is they'll buy a Go
0: XLR and what's the microphone everyone fucking pairs with the shit? A sure SM seven B every fucking time. And you know what they don't put between it and the Go XLR? A fucking cloud lifter. And you know what they have to do then? They have to take the GoXLR shitty preamp. Take the gain and go. What they have to do is they have to go They have to take a Sharpie and they have to go down to the knob on the preamp. They have to write 14 below the max. And then they have to push the knob past where the current maximum is to turn it to 14. Yep. And if you think you're getting 60 dB of clean
1: preamp. I'm like, that's. (laughs) Actually, that sounds better. So stop, please
0: stop. God, no, please. You know what's worse though? The ultimate combo is the go XLR, the sure SM seven B, but the sure SM seven B is like pointed sideways or off into the fucking distance. <laughs> and it's like six feet from the their fucking mouth. I just, I die every time, bro. So that's yeah. probably, there you go. that's a good one. Yeah. Well, that's a good one. Yeah. But you'll you'll know that somebody is a new streamer that has a little bit too much money for their own good, or they're just getting they ju- they just got uh, uh, affiliate status when they have a Go XLR with a Shure SM7B, uh, and they in the background they've got the blue and pink fucking hue lights, mm. uh, and then they spent money on a DSLR camera to plug into their fu- like yeah. that is
1: the beginner streamer pack bro Uh, i've seen tweets over and over and over again where it's just like hey i and i'm I'm happy for people like i'm not fucking i'm just just poking (laughs) i'm just poking some fun at this point but i mean hell yeah whatever floats your boat and there are tons of people that are perfectly happy with what they got great um but like you see it all the time it's like hey you know partnered up got affiliate (laughs) time for an upgrade and then you just see it's this big fucking hunk of plastic garbage with a bunch of lights on there. Yeah. And it's the same setup that everybody's got, and it's so generic. Time and- to buy and- an
0: NZXT pre-built oh. computer with a Go XLR sure SM seven B, some blue Woo! and pink fucking hue lights that I control with my Doly totally Should Buy. Elgato Stream Deck. <laughs> it's the same setup for absolutely everyone.
1: Uh let's the thing see. Is, man, if- even an affordable setup no it's so expensive i'm spending that much money like go buy yourself a wave microphone get yourself a stream deck and call it a day (laughs) literally call it a day you're gonna you're gonna get more for your money and it's gonna do more it's gonna sound better it's just better stop stop the madness all right you know what as much
0: as i appreciate people using dslrs for their webcam stuff because it does look really good going out and spending like a grand on a camera body and fifteen to eighteen hundred on a lens to make your webcam look a little better when you're streaming in front of like you thirty people and you're and, an, and you're an affiliate. No, it ain't it. I'm sorry.
1: Like I, I unless you got the money to burn, like, like
0: sure. the only people that should be doing that are people that are dual
1: purposing it for YouTube that are doing like a lot of YouTube talking head content. Then it makes well, sense. I'm still rocking my same fucking c928 webcam
0: bro i'm using one that got dipped in fucking oil during a horrible kitchen stream
1: gone wrong there you go there you go (laughs) i've been doing this for 10 years and i'm still rocking the same shit look at some of the
0: biggest streamers uh only a couple of them actually use dslrs (laughs) dslrs <laughs> everyone else is using webcams so just slow your roll there big shoots don't go too crazy right out the rip don't
1: go Dude, broke. I'm telling you, like it seeing people get go xlr's is like watching is like the same people that'll buy razor headphones because pewdiepie wore them in a video <sighs> you know what i mean it's just yeah. like you know you get you get a few massive streamers to just like use your your just it, it no that ain't it that ain't it it's a little but, rough. Hey, if it's eight, if it works for you, I'm not hating, but I'm just poking fun. Yeah.
0: yeah. I'm just poking fun. <laughs> um, here's your, okay, so here, let me give you some solutions, okay? Let's not just shit all over these, these young impressions streamers. I've
1: already told them, wave product. Oh, God, it. get a wave. Don't even do the three. You can get, get the one. Okay, get the wave one. Sure. Unless
0: you need to, like, hear, like, plug into your head, you don't, just get the one save some money yeah,
1: but, adam, but adam they they want they want that go alex the go xlr uh you know uh perks and everything else you still get the wave three okay. and save tons of money okay get the wave three buy yourself a stream, a mini deck. stream deck mini
0: mini you need, just, yeah you get folders so you don't need to have all the buttons just fold mini stream day get yourself any fucking secondhand dirt cheap webcam you can buy because you know what the difference maker is with these fucking things, these webcams, lighting. That's it. These look really fucking good still if you have good lighting. I
1: don't have you good know lighting. what you can get. You get one of these. One of those. Just one of these. And guess what? For one the of those. Same, for the same price of your GoLXR, you can get yourself a Wave product, a key light, and a Stream Deck. <laughs> Boom. Under the price of a Go X- XLR. Get, I'm
0: not cheating you. Get a little ring light, get some backlighting for, like, zero fucking dollars, and you will look, especially because your webcam is going to be fucking 300 pixels across on your fucking stream. Like, your camera's only this big on the stream! Just, you know. Uh, let's see. Uh, What webcam? Anything, anything. Pretty much, that's 1080p. I, if, uh, they're all expensive right now, so you're going to have to buy a second-hand one somewhere. But if it works, it fucking works. I, really. Uh, let's see. Uh, we kind of answered that one before. Um... Mm. Uh, Alexa asks, with the good weather coming back, having uh, you ha- have you guys ever considered moving to Western Canada or another country?
1: You've considered uh, going to, to Vancouver because you used to be out there. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a fleeing thought. I mean, I never really considered, like, I never really said, okay, I had, like, the talk with Kayla and was like, you know, I think, you know, I think it'd be best. <laughs> um, let, let's just put it this way. I... I would rather have a vacation home somewhere than move virtually anywhere else. Mm. Um, I man, it's such it's such a hard it's such a hard a-, a question to answer because on one hand, home is home. It's like that for anybody. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter if you fucking you're in New York or California or Vancouver, some of the most expensive places to fucking live in North America. Um, actually, are the most expensive places to live in North America, Mm. and you know, home is home. So, like, you're obviously gonna be attached to your home in some way, shape, or form. Which that's the way I feel about Nova Scotia as well. Is like, you know, it's home. My family's here. It's a different way of life. It's quieter. It's it's safe. It's 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 home. Um, and you know, I've traveled around decent amount. Like, I'm not like a world class traveler but i've been to many places and all of those places are not home and i'm not even just saying that because it's home it's just not the same way of living i mean probably the closest way to do it would be to go on the far west coast and like mm. victoria or something and yeah i might get that similar feel um i don't think i would ever pack up my family and move to a different country or a different part of canada indefinitely But what I definitely would consider is having a winter place that I could leave Nova Scotia and go there during the winter months or even in the summer or spring or whatever, go and visit there from time to time. That is about as far as I would ever I would ever go, especially now that I'm 34 and I have a family. It's just it is, you know, if I was going to move, I would have had to have done that like 10 years ago Um, and then it would have made more sense. But now I'm just like I'm kind of locked in. So yeah. I, that's that's sort of where I'm at.
0: Yeah, I uh I briefly considered uh Toronto when I was offered the job for loblaws to go move out there because I would have had to have lived in Toronto for the job. Um other than that, I briefly considered um Calgary after going out and dad and I doing renovations on on my aunt and uncle's place out there. Um, that was back in, oh my god, 2006, I think. Um, you know, there's no ocean there, which is always going to be a struggle. You know, M doesn't quite understand that when I say that. She's like, you don't even go to the beach! It's like, I don't, it's the thought, the ocean has to be within X number of fucking kilometers or it feels weird. You just don't, you just gotta, <laughs> you gotta understand. So, um, yeah, it doesn't have that, but I mean, it's a beautiful, uh, beautiful spot. And if you're, if you're an outdoorsy person at all... Uh, or you like walking, even urban walking is better there than it is here, because it's it's a newer city and they don't have to fight with all the bullshit that we have being an older city here, and with money. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, so I, I considered that, um, once or twice as well. Especially because, you know, their taxes are better there and I can do my job anywhere in the country, it doesn't matter where the fuck I am, so... Um, that was a, uh, a consideration, uh, for sure as well. And, and then that, that also, I also considered even more after my, uh, my cousin Kayla moved out there with her husband. Um, cause he had, he already had a house there. Um, and so then now it was like, I, I would at least have a family member there. So it was even more enticing at that point as to whether or not I'd go. But, um, you know, it's like Jeff said, you know i i'm not as, as well traveled as jeff by uh, by any means and i'm not well traveled at all really i mean i've only been to um you know a couple of cities in the u.s i've only um been to uh, a few other provinces further west here um in canada and i've never even gotten a chance yet to go overseas so but even with that it, it, it it's, it's, it's very, it's, it's pretty easy. It's, it's kind of crazy how quickly you can get the vibe of any location, just leaving an airport. Like you, 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 you step foot outside the airport and you can get a vibe for the people pretty fucking quick as soon as you're there. And then it, you go to your hotel and you, you spend any amount of time in and around that area. You're going, you can get a, you can get like a fucking feeling for it. The places that, I never felt even remotely close to a place that I could live where anywhere in California that I ever flew to, whether it was, um, you know, for my buddy's wedding here um, recently or uh, when we went to Anaheim, uh, for example. You know, uh, California feels like a fucking alien location to me. And California's a big place, a lot of different places. And so maybe there are other places within California that I wouldn't feel that way, but all the places, locations I've been in California – um they've all kind of felt fucking alien to me. I felt, I felt out of place like immediately. It's fucking crazy.
1: Um yeah, but we're also in a province that is we're like we're even different than most of canada like well, that's, uh, and that's, what I, yeah. that's what i mean okay, so, it's like yeah, i just so felt like, like fucking alien to extra, me yeah there's an extra bit of separation like, yeah. even when i go to different parts of canada whether it's vancouver yeah. whether it's toronto montreal toronto even feels weird to me uh, I not mean, as not all, as california weird but they're all they they just are not nova scotia the people yeah. aren't the same the air isn't the same the fucking the it's just not the same so yeah, yeah. Um, that was that was the first thing I noticed in Toronto when I went to go
0: visit Hun. We were out walking. He was like, let's go for a walk. I'll show you the city. He was like, all right, great. We go for a walk. And my lungs were yeah. like burning. I was like, what is this feeling? And he was like, oh, that's just the air. You'll get used to it. And I was like, "What's just
1: pollution. will be all
0: right. <laughs> I was like, Excu- excuse me? No, yeah, I do not- I do not want to get used to that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if possible. So yeah, I mean that there's, it's definitely, you know, uh, there's, there's no, there is no place like home, but, uh, it's true. The East coast Canada has a very particular pace of life that is immediately alien in most other places. I suspect, I suspect you'd have to go to like some rural locations that are still also coastal in other places to get an even remotely similar
1: feeling. I feel like, I feel like if I had to pick if I had to pick a place that I think I would enjoy living, it would have to be somewhere tropical. Like I would I would have to move to a place like Hawaii. I've thought about Hawaii before. Uh, yeah, I-, I would have to move to a place that is so like remote and beautiful and just lots of nature and a a, a sense of community if i had to pick a spot it would have to be out in like hawaii um and i've never even visited there but just from what i see and the um there were like vloggers that i used to watch that were like from there and you can just kind of feel their way of life it's like something that i would mesh with and it would be such a drastic it would be enough of the same but such a drastic change in all the best ways yeah. from Nova Scotia it takes all of I, the best parts of our pace of life and just, just kind of ramps them yeah ramps just it ramps up. it up so yeah. like I I feel like my life would improve there like uh like I would just I'd be more relaxed I'd want to get out and do more I'd want to just re- you know it's that's like the closest place everywhere else is just is going to be faster paced noisier louder uh just more congested more just of the stuff that yeah. I only like to deal with when I travel and visit not when I live. Yeah, exactly. Uh,
0: I guess this might spin off. I don't know if you've seen any because you, you've already, you've already done a Facebook purge as we discussed last week. But Seth asks, what's the craziest COVID conspiracy you've heard from someone, you know?
1: Um, i mean the the craziest thing that i that i that i that i heard just like recently like last month or something um is that it was covid was created so that we would all take vaccines so that um the government would be able to um keep tabs on all of us um and tracking tracking and and you know i've heard a lot of like people were making the things like hey i got my 5g shot you know what i mean like yeah that's a meme yeah yeah, that sort of conspiracy thing where it was like hey you know and now with you know the passports having mandatory different you know people are just like going you know going crazy so yeah there was like one guy was like i'm not taking the this thing because i know that's what the government wants and they want to track us all and have us all take this stuff and all of the the people in power um, they're, they're, they're acting like they're taking the shot, but they're not, they're just shooting in water or fucking nothing. They killed themselves
0: uh, if they are injecting
1: yeah. water. <laughs> yeah. I don't, you know what I mean? I, I don't fucking know. Bro. Uh, pretty much.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, uh, yeah. So, oh man, I'd say, uh, honestly, the, the one that I've heard the, or seen the most um, is like centered around masks where it's the, uh, I'm not going to wear a mask because it's going to give me like a fungal lung you know, disease or some shit, um, or I can't breathe in this mask. And it's like somebody that has zero fucking medical issues whatsoever. Um, the, 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 like getting some form of like a form of like pneumonia or some shit. Um, yeah, I, that one fucking kills me because the, <laughs> the, the, like, if you, if you just think for like five seconds, like think of how many doctors and nurses are in a mask for 12 to 16 hours a day, some of them double masks and mm-hmm. in full face shield and full PPE head to yep. toe yep. taped at the wrists and ankles and waists. Yep. Yep. 12, 14, and you're saying that you can't put on a fucking cotton mask for the 35 minutes you're
1: in a grocery store because you're afraid that you're going to get a lung infection. It's just it's just excuses, man. I'm not even sure anybody really believes that, but they probably do. So They probably do. Yeah.
0: It's fucking strange. Anyway.
1: But yeah, the, the, the tracking thing is
0: always funny, too, because I'm like, whenever somebody says, it, I'm like, you are aware that you're holding a phone. Dude dude,
1: that's 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 what I wanted to say is like, man, you're using like, Facebook you, right now? Are you that, are you that fucking stupid <laughs> where like do you like dude, if the government wants to know what you're doing and where you're at, they already know. They really do. And if they don't, they can find out very quickly. Like there are, you know, you you're you're on Twitter, you're on Facebook, yeah. on your public profile writing all this stuff. You're on a cell phone, you're hooked up to a carrier. You know, dude, <laughs> and they're worried about tracking, and you're worried about tracking from an in- from uh from from a vaccine. Stop the madness, man! <laughs> Stop the madness. Says the same people that are like, "We'll go get their flu shot." Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean. It's like you get your flu shot, or you being tracked. This is the great reset, Jeff. Yeah, for fuck's sakes.
0: it's the great reset. Anyway, uh, last one comes in from Jorba. Is there ever a moment in your childhood where you jokingly ask yourself, "How the heck are we still alive?" Many say that again, said what uh, uh uh is there ever a moment in your childhood so you, if you're remembering a moment from your child- or moments from your childhood, mm. where mm. you uh, jokingly ask yourself, how the heck are we still
1: alive, oh yeah <laughs> <it>. oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, Sever- several se- several, <laughs> several times <laughs> several times se- yeah.
0: several. Uh, or at
1: least like i don't know how i'm not crippled like i don't know how i'm not completely fucked up but i think almost every child probably has those same you know we all get into dumb shit yeah yeah
0: i mean the top the top list you know for us on the street would be like street wars literally hitting like actual weapons um and no parent for some reason ever managed to find out that that was happening i'm not sure the the, clo- the I don't know how there's like 30 kids in this fucking street, and they're actually like real
1: weapons, uh, short of using like a fucking nine millimeter handgun. Yeah, it's like I grab, I grab a fucking, you know, like a, like a goddamn, uh, six inch blade from the kitchen. Mom's like, Hey, what are you doing with that? Oh, I'm just going outside. Oh, okay, Have cool. Fun. Make sure You bring that back. Don't rust it. <laughs> and I'm sitting here fucking throwing it at people. <laughs> die, motherfucker, die. <laughs> It's pretty much what oh we were doing. I mean, not literally, but it, not too far from it. I mean, Travis did throw a knife into my kneecap, so that yeah, happened. That did happen. Yeah, that did happen. <laughs> I mean, we were t- we would. I'm not even joking. We would take rocks, and I would biffed. We would biffed rocks at each other. Not small rocks. No, like bolt, like boulders. Like like <laughs> we would throw big rocks and try and hit each other. Like it wasn't even like you know where you throw it and you're purposely missing. It's like I am. I am. I'm trying to end asshole. this motherfucker's career. Yes, like if I hit you, you are fucked <laughs> bad, like really, really
0: bad. You're or like, like we take hostages and put them underneath a wooden lean to where it'd be like with a fucking boulders on top with like fucking 40 pound rocks piled up on top and, and there'd be a linchpin stick that if they moved, you'd yep. knock
1: the, the stick out from underneath and the fuck fucking platform up. and fuck them up. We were strange children. Yeah, we were children though. I think a lot of kids did dumb shit like that. I don't maybe. know about that last one. Yeah, that one. That one—that that was intense. I remember that <laughs> shit too. That's intense. <laughs> That's just stupid. Uh so yeah, I
0: mean, there was a few. I mean, we we said you know one of our friends lit himself on fire. Uh that one went well. Uh, he was no longer our friend after that. By the way, his mother wouldn't allow him to. Spend. That was the last night I ever saw him. I literally never saw him again. We still went to the same school. I never saw his ass again. He lit himself on fire. It was his own fault. He's fucking crazy. Dumbass. Trying to write his name with a bottle of gasoline starting at the fire source was not one of the top 10 most intelligent moments any child's ever fucking had. Lit himself on fire. Second degree burns, no eyebrows.
1: <laughs> and he walked home by himself. We didn't even walk his ass home. Just go. He Please. walked home alone. You should go and get that looked at. <laughs> <laughs> the fucker's on fire, dude. <laughs> he looked like he looked like
0: a fucking stunt man from a nineties action movie, uh, walking little. around
1: on fire. <laughs> his mom straight up said, "You don't ever fucking go near those kids. Go near those kids again, ever, never, ever."
0: So should we be alive? Probably not. No. But here we are. Look, mom, we made it. And that's it. That's the technical podcast. That's, that's last. That he did. He fucked. Go. There you go. He fucked around and found out. Yeah, there real, it is. Fuck around and find out. Real fucking quick. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. It's not tech off podcast. Thank you much for the uh, muchly for stopping by patreon.com slash like TV. If you want to help financially support this podcast, it means a lot. Keep voting us up on any platforms you can, giving us ratings whenever possible, and of course, spreading the good word, letting people know that you might think uh, could possibly also enjoy this brand of crazy. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you once again. And until then, stay safe out there. We're almost there. We can see the, uh, uh, we can see the light on the other side. Peace. Peace. Mm. <laughs>